0: Yep, that's the title of it. I know I couldn't believe it either. I want to eat your pancreas. Not an easy one to recommend to friends because how do you even, what do you say? Hey, you should watch this this movie. I I want to eat your pancreas. Yeah, hi, go away, thanks. That's usually the response, I think. Anywho, buckle up, baby, because we got another romance with a little bit of sadness in there. Welcome back to the I Married a We podcast, the podcast where I've proven that I can act normal for 10 minutes and swindle a girl into marrying me. But luckily she did. And now we get to continuously watch anime over and over. And we got another romance today. It's
1: it's what we do. It's what we do, baby.
0: Yeah, this one. It was a little bit took a little bit for us to get to it because as we kind of mentioned the name. Yeah, I, I'm not going to run to say. Yeah, of course I got to watch that one. Very glad I did. Very glad we did.
1: I mean, I've wanted to watch it for a while. It's just hard when you have so many things on your watch
0: list. Absolutely, but there's only so many times you can be berated on Instagram. This one will make you cry. And it's like okay. exactly, yeah. I love that on Instagram. These ten will make you cry. Do you think I need to cry? Is that what you're <laughs> saying? <laughs> I think I
1: need a good cry right now because you're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In this case, this one is certainly falling into the equation of a lot of the other romance we had watched, a lot of the shinkai's where it's the young love, of course, something a little crazy happening at the core of the story. What I will say is this one is a breath of fresh air because I think it did very good to one greet you with the exact sad part. And you're like, oh. Well, hello then, and then you think, well, then now that they've told me, I'm not going to be sad.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: nope, <laughs>
0: you're still going to be sad. Trust me. Daniel, let's get, give me a little rundown. What is the what's what is this movie? So
1: the movie's plot line basically is our main girl Sakura. She we find out has a terminal illness involving her pancreas, and she ends up meeting our homeboy. Haruki, and they end up blossoming into a one-sided friendship at first where she just wants to hang out with him and kind of be with him during however long the rest of her life is because she knows that she's going to die. And he's the only one that knows besides her
0: parents that she has this terminal illness. Yeah, very your lion, Mm April-y. But I got to say, there's something about this one. I very much enjoyed it and I'm going to start going into exactly why I did. So if you haven't seen it, buzz off, pause this, go watch it. You can actually find it on YouTube, which was surprising enough. Yeah,
1: the the dub and sub.
0: Yeah, we unfortunately only, we we kind of dabbled in both. There's something about, I'm sorry, we're going into this lane again. Whoa, those darn English dubs, bloop, bloop, bloop. I think I finally narrowed down why I don't enjoy it very much. And bless their hearts, I think, once you kind of get into the dub a little bit, you can get used to it. The characters are well-written enough that you forget about what you're hearing. But I don't know if it's during the recording process or what. It's the cadence. There is this specific cadence that English voice actors do in anime that actually pisses me off. And I can't, I don't know why.
1: You know what I'd love to know, though, going on this tangent? Of course. Do Japanese people feel the same when they listen to their own language in anime as we do listening to an English
0: dub? Well, I've certainly heard. I do know that, you know, if you're looking to pick up Japanese, they say do not learn from anime because that's not how people talk. So I'm assuming it's probably the same thing. But because we can't recognize it, that's probably why I like it more. I have a feeling anime is actually very, very much soap opera-y type of talking. If, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't know.
1: The one thing I don't like, though, because we watched originally this movie in Japanese and then we watched on YouTube just to kind of refresh mm-hmm. in English, the certain words that they decide to change that, you know, for a fact was not how it was translated in Japanese. Why did you take that liberty to make it this word, which you know was not the same? A different word.
0: Well, I've always wondered, too, if you've done the translation for the subtitles, why the work is done. Why would you go changing it for maybe just, I don't know. I don't know the complexities of it. Maybe for timing of that scene. Who knows? And more importantly, who cares? Anywho, the movie.
1: I'm going to pause you right there before we get into the movie. Just a little snip. This was actually originated as a web novel. Are you kidding me? In 2014 serialized as a manga in 2016 and then the movie came in 2018. Would you look at that? Just letting you know, because I was trying to find out what the original source material was and I found out it was a web novel.
0: No kidding.
1: And you know, I always got to throw out the voice actors, so no one notable really except our girl Sakura. Okay. And the voice actress's name is just Lynn. No last name. Fair enough. (laughs) And she voices Lillian Weinberg from Dr. Stone. Wait, no, that is her
0: last name. What, Lynn? Yeah, I think so. It says family name, Lynn. Give, oh given okay. name. Zilch. <laughs> they didn't want to give her nothing. <laughs> she's just Lynn. Yeah.
1: Uh, so she's Lillian Weinberg from Doctor Stone. Awesome. Hibana from Fire Force. Nice. Yeah. Um, Tom. She's Nozomi. Your main girl from Kaijo. Are you f- <laughs> now nah, we're cooking? And she's synthesis 12 from SAO. She's um from Alcization. She fought against, you know, from one of the Dark Territory clan leaders. He had the red skin. Yeah. One of the soldiers that fights against him, she was that. I was like, okay, that's cool. Oh, no,
0: yeah, she was really cool. I know who that is. Yeah, her fight scene was awesome. Yeah, the silent.
1: Mm-hmm. And she, lastly, that I noted was she's Gilda from The Promised Neverland.
0: What a beautiful sequence of works that she's gotten to, to handle. Good honor.
1: Yeah, but no one else really had anything that I could note, which was, I was kind of surprised because the guy who voiced Haruki, Mm-hmm. He only the only thing in his That's voice it. acting thing was that. And then I had read that he has been in some movies and I think stage performances. So just one voice acting career for him right now.
0: Hey, artists just travel. Maybe he wasn't into it.
1: Maybe he, he gave it a good old college try and was like, eh, I'm gonna do something else.
0: Or he was just like, wow, that was a that was a very good movie. I like that one. I'm gonna go ahead and go out on that. I mean, I don't know any motives anymore. but yeah the, the the as far as this movie goes i have to say my personal opinion is of the recent romances we have i find this one more interesting just because of how it's told i think to be able to have the pivotal you know scene at the end that's gonna of course get our audience to cry to have that scene in there but to one, put a twist on it to where you weren't expecting, even though you already know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. was wild. That threw me for a loop. And when we were just kind of jumping through earlier to just kind of get freshened up on this so we could talk about it, just knowing that scene was coming up, my stomach hurt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and just to the, the transformation of both characters, solid. I think Sakata started off so annoying. I, didn't, <laughs> I did not want to deal with her, of course. They're high school kids. They're meant to be annoying. But. Who wasn't annoying in high school? Not me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was certainly annoying. I've only progressed in my annoyance. (laughs) So with that, and then just even though he, I don't know, who would you say? They're both main characters, but who do you think this movie's about? Because at the bare bones of it. I'd say the moral of this story is for uh, Haruki Mm -hmm. because it's more of his transformation and him coming out of his shell thanks to this wonderful girl who
1: took the time to actually develop a relationship with him Mm -hmm. and forced it hard. Can we, uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about it later. I just want to talk about it right now. Do it. Why are the kids in this movie, the other classmates,
0: such a-holes? You know what? I think it goes with the whole. It's textbook, just film. You have to have the other students doing that. I think they went a little too hardcore because there's, it's one thing to be a quiet kid and to have a few bullies, but yeah, in this movie, you're not kidding. Every single person and is openly saying it in front of him like he's not there. Why would you be attracted to that idiot? Oh my gosh, he sucks. But there is the one hero through all of this. <laughs> Miyata, the kid with the green... Pullover or whatever. Yeah, that the dude is. guy. Tr- <laughs> he is trying to supply gum to everyone, especially Haruki. I liked him from the get go.
1: He was pretty. He was pretty solid at first. I thought he was only offering him gum to try and get information on what his relationship with Sakura is. But mm-hmm. then when we see two other times him trying to do it, I was like, okay, this is kind of
2: cute.
0: Yeah, and he's also our barometer for. How is Haruki's progression going in this movie? Mm-hmm. Because the, the the symbolism of this gum is, is he willing to take this friendship? Mm. Is he willing to chew on this friendship and spit it out <laughs> later or stick it under a desk? <laughs> what a stretch, huh? But it, it's certainly just charming. I don't know where I put this in my beautiful romance sad movies because... Your name is like, I love that movie. Everyone Mm -hmm. loves that movie, right? But this isn't far behind. I could watch this several more times, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. I think it definitely has rewatchability because there's so much that happens um, between Sakura and Haruki, the things that they do before the end, obviously. And even the end, as sad as it is, is very rewatchable. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you kind of get a playback from what the whole movie was about and what they went through. Oh, certainly. And now the the true question is, so we love your name, but is this better than Weathering with you as well? Or do you still rank your name and Weathering with you as one and two? And no, maybe this no. is three. I
0: think we discussed in that episode that I think now that it's had time to settle, I think your name is definitely still above Weathering with you. Weathering with you is still a beautiful movie. And it was fun. I like the relationships and that. But I think I would put this above it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I think it's your name, this, and then that. Granted, why are these three the only thing in this thing? There's probably more. Plastic Memories. Oh, my gosh.
1: Well, we're, we are just talking about movies. Plastic Memories is a show. Plastic Memories is a way of life, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't
0: be hearing anything else. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, with this, I it's just... To put it in it's a, different, yeah. To put it in like a megalobox kind of situation, the moments in this are such little jabs, and then that ending sequence, that whole kind of beautiful little end, is the right hook. And I was just throughout the movie thinking, this is good, this is pretty good. When's our sad moment? Because you know we all have that equation by now, all that stuff. Oh, when's this happening? But how they present it was awesome. Because in the beginning we see, mm-hmm. and actually to quickly dab, dabble on the title, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, how nice is it that the movie just situates that within 10 minutes and you finally understand it and you go, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, you then take it and you're like, wow, okay, so that makes sense because it's their kind of hidden way of showing how much they mean to each other, which is also so perfect for when you're trying to share this movie with someone. Mm-hmm. Because it is almost a hidden code. Mm-hmm. Love it to death.
1: And one of my favorite things, sorry, not to cut you off, is I love when they say the name of the movie in the movie. Oh, classic. Yeah. Yeah. If you can slide that in there,
0: um, I'm not too I obvious like though. No, I think this is subtle enough. Yeah, that, you know it's subtle enough for sure, and it's got more meaning than most titles nowadays. But the cell phone thing, because right off the bat, you see that that was like the last thing on her phone. So you commit that to memory, kind of. You go through the movie, you go through the movie. And then as he's sitting there at the end and he erases that one text and he types it in, me and you looked at each other and your heart sinks because you're like, oh, Mm
2: -hmm. I know exactly
0: what this means. But you don't exactly know what this means. Mm -hmm. Roller coaster, baby. But before we get into, of course, the big pivotal scenes, do you have any scenes that just, just gotcha that you liked?
1: I love their overnight trip and the truth or dare in the hotel.
0: That was so charming. That whole segment is just feels. What a high school rebellion slash special instance, because we have a sick person on deck, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that was, yeah, I think that of course is the first big step with how they are. Because until then it was like, oh, we're working at the library. She's just bothering him. How cute. None of this is actually affecting her. You know, they went out and they had food and he's like, I should do don't you have any restrictions? Shouldn't you be chilling out? Like, no, dude. It's easy peasy. I'm just dying. It's okay. Like, what? Take it easy over there. And that trip is just the biggest step and the one that really starts setting the mood. And that is kind of our that's the beginning of the climb of this roller coaster. Let's bring it back to that roller coaster thing a thousand times, shall we? <laughs> I like roller coasters, but you don't. No, I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> I'll go on those uh, sp- the spinny things, though, that you get to control how fast it goes by grabbing the thing like in the middle. the teacups? Middle. The teacups, or I've seen <laughs> it as an apple. I've seen it as so many things. Man, we used to get those things frickin' cruising. Did you ever ride?
1: It was... Um, like a disc and you would stand on the outside and they would spin it really fast.
0: No, I never did that. Did you?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And then the magic carpety one where you would sit and then it would go whoop, up and down.
0: Woman, you just told them I don't like roller coasters and now you're acting like I do. No, of course I haven't been on that one. Well, those are different
1: than if you were to ride the Viper at Six Flags. Listen,
0: I am down on the ground. I'm a foot soldier. I'm out here <laughs> doing the games. I'm throwing the baseball at the old bottles and whatnot. Okay. Because okay. we're talking carnivals at this point. <laughs> I like carnivals. they are fun. I like spending $58 on a plushie that I
1: can get to. <laughs> <laughs> and cotton candy and funnel cake. Funnel cakes
0: don't And even. corn dogs.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Corn- I love carnivals. You're not going to
0: follow funnel cakes with corn dogs.
2: And they're
1: deep fried. Funnel
0: cakes are the
1: tippity top. That's the- That is true. I never. I didn't get funnel cakes as often as I was able to. I got more of the... I don't think I was necessarily allowed to eat a lot of funnel cake.
0: Oh, Mmm. Yum. I'll tell you what. The better of this scenario is taking that funnel cake mix, dipping an Oreo into it, and then throwing that Oreo into the old deep fryer. Mm. First one, this is the best thing I've ever had. (laughs) Second one, this is still very good. Third one... I'm going to (laughs)
2: puke.
0: There's something about it. That third one hits. Yeah, but you still can't stop. (laughs) Yeah, and then you have a fourth and then you just go get a bucket and sit there and wait. (laughs) So good. Speaking of puking, y'all make me absolutely sick if you haven't followed our Instagram. Yeah, we got one. I married, we pout on Instagram. Go over there. We haven't posted in ages, but still support us because I say to hive mind, hive mind, hive mind. You want to talk anime too? Got the discord. You know, already know that. Just go ahead and go to imarriedweeb.com. Click the old Discord button. Get in there. Click the button. If you can't read, get the hell out. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) back to this movie. That hotel scene is great. And as we were kind of getting to is Sakura is very low key about this. She's playing it up that none of this affects her. She's a strong girl. And it all meanings of the word. She is very strong in this movie because to hide it and only have those couple flare ups, especially at such a young age of where it does actually show that she's scared hit very hard. Cause man, that night was such a, it was, it was building up to this fun, 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 fun. And then it just takes two little questions in truth or dare to slowly start getting you exactly where you're at. Mm hmm. The, yeah. K- the carry scene was super cute, too. Yeah. I'm surprised that he actually did that. What was it? His other option was to see, say the three things that was cutest about her. He's a high school man. He, that's social suicide to do that. I mean. Just kidding. It was just them in the room. But yeah, no, I, I, I probably would have. I think it'd be a lot easier to do the three. Because
1: for someone who later in the movie is hard to accept a hug, for him to pick her up in her cute little PJs and carry her to the bed, I feel like that's a lot more strenuous on his mental capabilities as not obviously being with people in this way is harder than answering. He could have picked anything.
0: At the same time, let's throw this fictitious character a bone here. He did just open her bag, saw all these pills
1: that's true. And are, is
0: now understanding of, wow, she is putting up a very good front because it's not just nothing. She has all these medications that she needs to take. That's one thing. I don't like when anime is like walking the viewer through something, though, because in this case, they held on the establishing shot of those pills for what felt like 10 seconds. And I was like, OK, I'm not an idiot. I get it. She's <laughs> sick. Thank you. But I think with that, then, yeah, I mean, it's very hard to. He's in his own head at that point. So I think he's just going through the motions and he now has this whole different, even though he already knows that she's dying, he sees how serious it is. And I think that would make anyone kind of nut up or shut up at that point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. He's, he finally got a dose of reality after seeing that and knowing that it's actually real. Because he kept asking her, I'm pretty sure, before that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I could agree with that.
0: Oh, but she just had this movie and that character. She had such a good way of one being selfless. Well, actually, no, most of the movies, she's being selfless. because poor girl is he didn't really do anything for her except for just be that person who treats her absolutely normal. Mm. And I think, of course, that's a big thing when you have someone who's sick. I think you do want a little bit of normalcy because, you know, for a fact. In this fictitious world, her parents are probably, I mean, you saw her bedroom. I don't think they say no to her.
1: Yeah, right. It was stacked.
0: Makes our bedroom look like a little bedroom. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that scene was good and was a great kickoff to kind of each scene getting more and more investment going. But yeah.
1: And we also see at the end when they're on the train going home and she says, oh, we should do a trip in the winter, blah, blah, blah whatever, and he said, oh, that would be fun, and she is
0: shocked.
2: Yeah. Because
1: that is the first little nugget of actually emotion, positive emotion from
0: him. In this egg of a life we're living, his beak cracked through that crack just a little bit. (laughs) And that's when he started to see that, wait a second, Mr. Calm and Cool, Mr. Books are my friends, dork. (laughs) Glad he's finally starting to open up, and that was great. The thing with this, too and I think it goes with a lot of these movies is you can talk and think about each scene and be like Wow. Wow. But man, do these movies go fast? It's about an hour 40, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Classic, all that stuff. And Actually, I'll tell you what, I can't believe it took us. This one came out, uh, September of 2018. So, uh, you know, us, it's the classic. I married a weeb. We're sleeping on everything over here. Speaking of sleeping on, we finally started Castlevania because season four just came out. I'm digging it. I, I The theme song is, how, how often would you say that the Castlevania theme song is stuck in my head?
2: Uh,
1: you probably hum it like every other day or something
0: like something that. Something like that. And there's nothing that prompts it. I'm not a huge Castlevania fan. I'm not going and getting the old retro game station out of here to play it. I just, I just love it
1: <laughs> so much. I'm surprised that's in your head not. Like a Zelda or a, a theme from Final Fantasy, you played.
0: Oh, you played that so much more. Yeah, I don't know what it is. What was another good scene for you?
1: I obviously I love the hugging at the fireworks.
0: Well, yeah. Which man? That one moment was so much better than the entirety of the movie fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone has seen that one. You know, the acclaimed 2017 film that was really trying to be Makoto Shinkai, but did it so bad that I was actually infuriated. I had to sit through that stupid movie. And we actually went to the theater for that one. Yeah. I even had to endure the smells of a typical anime fan in that theater. (laughs) And not worth. There was that one dude who just had that bucket of popcorn sitting on his chest. He was lounging hard. And that's the kind of life I do want to live at the same time. I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> but yeah, fireworks, I felt so bad for not liking it because,
1: you know, it had it was trying. It was a beautiful movie, right? From what I remember, it
0: was beautiful. Yeah, the it was story was pretty good. I think they had certain scenes in mind that they were like, this is it. <laughs> Makoto, watch yourself. And unfortunately, little high school dork that tries to act tough and then someone just puts their palm on his forehead and pushes him into the lockers and everyone laughs at him. And in this case ignores him <laughs> <laughs> and regrets ever talking to him. <laughs> oh, no, I don't think it was that that bad, but certainly never gonna watch that one again.
1: I'd like to actually give it another go. <laughs> you can do that
0: one on your lonesome. But I ain't doing it.
1: Cause I think that was early in my anime watching career. I Exactly. Yeah.
0: You were in a honeymoon stage and it still sucked. Imagine <laughs> okay, that. Okay.
1: Actually, that is true. Now. Hot take. Sorry now if have... anyone likes that one, but
0: <laughs> yikes in the yard. Goodness gracious. Back to an actually good movie. I want to eat your pancreas.
1: <laughs> What's a
0: scene that you really like? I thoroughly enjoy. And of course, this isn't actually one that I'm like, wow, what a great scene. But I did like that first First moment of him finally taking the step and accepting that piece of gum from that very nice, uh, that very nice man, uh, Miata. It was just nothing really going. It was it had such a slice of life feeling because there was nothing to that scene really, except for all of exactly what I'm talking about to show that he's willing to take that step. But it was cute and it added just that little bit more narrative of Miata and how you can tell he's just genuinely a good dude. And that this gum thing is certainly just him trying to be friends because of how kind of sweet he was with those two younger kids with the water guns and stuff. It was just a nice moment. Very much liked that.
2: And
0: of course, I'm always going to love, and she mentions it later on in that big kind of talk at the end, but uh, Sakura doing her little dancing to cheer herself up in the hospital and him walking in is so cute. Mm -hmm. Love it. Other than that, I mean, I think we can even just because this whole movie is pivotal around just slapping you in the face because you think, you know, but you don't. And we have her death. We have it being from something that wasn't the pancreas thing, which is all the more sad and what even though she's fictitious. Holy cow. they felt so real for no good reason just because of the way they presented it on the news. Mm-hmm. and for him to be by his parents and then how it affects him. It is just a hard scene.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah. When he was typing out, when he's waiting at the cafe for her, and he starts, as you mentioned, typing out the text. And I was like, please don't type out. I want to eat your pancreas. And I we know. saw that it was something else. And I was like, ooh. And then he goes to delete it. I was like, no, I'm not ready yet.
2: Yeah.
0: No, and I mean, I'm not going to get into, of course, details about it but unfortunately the news thing hit a little extra strong for me because i do remember it was halloween i had gotten back um from the hangout i was at and there was a kid that of course i'm not going to name names but he was always in our cad class and he was just a funny dude uh he was always nice to us he was a couple grades above but he was super nice Played World of Warcraft. He was just the funny guy in class. We all loved being around him. And uh, yeah, I just remember I turned on the news and I had that same moment because a drunk driver had hit him on Halloween. So sorry that got so deep uh, there for a second. But yeah, so it was a very real feeling when he saw that on the news. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. And I, I feel like now that the news, when we watch it, I don't know where other parts, obviously we live in a big metropolitan area. So the news isn't as finite as possibly other smaller areas. Like a small town, local news mm -hmm. kind
0: of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So that scene was kind of brutal for me, but very well done. I'll say, I'll say that. I, although the one thing that did annoy me with that scene is the mom, what's going on? What's going on? All right, mom, listen, you've already been very cool in this movie because you knew that he was going out meeting with this girl and you were chill about it. But to not understand that he's been hanging with a girl, you see a young high schooler has died who is a girl. Probably the one he's been hanging with.
1: Put two and two together. Yeah. Local high schooler. Your son has react. Come on. Eh, at the same time, who knows? I'm not a parent yet. I don't know anything. Eh, that's true. The absentee dad who wasn't in the movie the whole time and then is in that scene. Yeah, he was watching the news at that point. So he
0: was there, kind of. (laughs) Anywho. So yeah, that. And then just from there, I think the second one that really got me too is well, one, of course, her message to him, but before that, you don't even know. And that was another twist because he reads it, he puts it down, and then even I was like, Oh, okay. They just recounted everything. That's kind of, I did, dare I say, lame.
2: <laughs>
0: and then when the mom says, no, there's more, I was like, pancreas, don't you do this to me? And it did it to me. It was a very sweet little message. And then, of course, we already knew that he meant a lot, but she was very kind of humorous, not very serious in a lot of the movies. But you see how much he affected her. And that was super cute.
2: Hmm.
1: And it wasn't just him being affected by her. It mm-hmm. was actually, I mean, we only see it at the end, but you're right. Yeah, they both gave to each other. And I, thankfully, as we said in the beginning, I think this is a more of a movie about him mm-hmm. and where he's going to go
0: from this. And it's great to see at the end. He does, in fact, start making the moves to beef. Friends with her rude friend who... Oh my gosh, uh, so annoying. Don't get me wrong. I know it's high school. I know how girls are, you know, oh blah, blah, blah. And Kyoko definitely means well. She is that protective friend. And that's a great friend to have, but she's a little bit too much. Your friend is having fun with this friend. Stop being a bastard, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. That that big step at the end, that's great. And then I believe, was there something after
2: the credits?
1: So we just had the credits rolling because we we never do. Yeah. We usually just stop um, after we're obviously finished watching our shows or movies. And we were just talking about it. And at the end is the them visiting her grave. I don't (laughs) know if it was a year later. It was a certain amount of time after she had died. It was Kyoko and him visiting the grave. And then they were going to go have dinner with Sakura's mom. Yep.
0: And the little sakata petal falls and lands mm, and.
1: Right on her grave. Just so sweet.
0: My goodness. And I hope I, if you guys have seen this, I, I do hope that you liked it too. I don't know if this one's necessarily for everyone. Some people might find your Lion April more sad than this. Uh, but this one in particular, yeah, I think it had all the right elements to. I dare I dare say, be a little bit more sad than your Lion April. But good, good overall. Short, sweet, accessible. Now that you can find it, um, because these heroes are uploading it to YouTube. <laughs> but I would, what I would suggest is, if you do enjoy it, you should probably buy it. I think this one's on my list of. I'm gonna purchase this movie for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of. That's. I mean, that's kind of. Yeah. Oh no! I have to mention one last thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: After he reads the last part in oh. her book. Yeah. There is nothing sweeter than this young dude in front of her mom, who has already stated how thankful she is for him and all this stuff. And she's kind of cried already for him to then take a moment after reading it and not just cry, but ask permission to cry. That was so sweet. (laughs) It
2: hurt.
1: Well, if you're going to bring up that part, then I'm going to bring up even before. Okay. So we get a little snippet in the hospital when she tells the mom, you know, after I die and the mom's like, oh, don't talk like that. And she's like, but no, but really. And then we never know what she asks of her mom. I assumed she was going to give her living with, with dying book two mm-hmm. to our boy. And when he finally comes after her funeral to Sakura's mom's house and I think he mentions to her about the book and then the mom starts crying and she says, oh, it's you. Yeah. She mentioned someone would come, but not at the funeral. And then she knows who she's supposed that her daughter wanted to give this book to because she didn't write the name in the book.
0: And I'll tell you what, this is a little bit of a, a nitpick on this movie, though, is that she must have been quite bored in the hospital because what perfect timing for her to have written this will in this note to Haruki because, I mean, it was talking about the fireworks scene. So it was something that she had recently wrote. This isn't something to, she wrote it at the exact perfect time because how the heck did she, you know, maybe the pancreas thing was still rapidly going and she was going to die soon anyways. And then this, this knife attack is what maybe, but man, good thing she wrote that when She did. Cause I was like, wow, that's some, uh, that's some anime perfect timing right there.
1: Well, she must've wrote, written it at that point because when he's flipping through her entries and starting to read them, there was one date where it was just one line and where she writes, my lifespan's been cut in half. That's true. So she kind of knows. So I'm sure she was just kind of cranking it out and she's a fast rider from what I can tell when they're on the, on the train. Yeah. She's on what f- kind of train, Tom?
0: Oh, is that a Shinkansen? I've written on a Shinkansen. (laughs) We like being those people now that when we watch this stuff, and like there's a seed because it is genuinely very nice to once you visited Japan and you see all these, you know, top spots, you've got the crossing that everyone talks about. You've got this, that and the other. And as annoying as it is, because. Like, I love seeing it and going, wow, I missed there. I missed there. But then I feel like such a chode. (laughs) So I joked with Danielle at this because they get on the bullet train. I'm like, oh, wow. Is that the Shinkansen? (laughs) Because that's how I feel. It's like, yes, you've ridden the bullet train. Relax. and Look at me now, humbly bragging on the podcast, acting like I'm not bragging. (laughs) It's so annoying. But yeah, beautiful film. Beautiful story.
2: Is it perfect?
0: No. Is it great? Yes. Would I watch it again?
2: Yeah, I already told you I was going to own it. Take it easy, guys. And other than that, I,
0: I think that's all. I mean, you, you can't overspeak this movie. It's very simple. It has as much as it needs to content-wise. It is more so about giving you exactly the amount you need. I don't feel like there was too much filler scenes at all. I think, yeah,
1: everything had it, perfectly had its place. Yeah,
0: and perfectly paced to, again give you the result of the end and then give you a movie just long enough for you to forget about it, but not forget about it and then hit you with it. That's very well done. And I highly respect this movie. And that's all I have to say about that.
2: I'm going
1: to end this episode with a quote from the movie. You may, which I think perfectly wraps up the ideal of the movie or ideas, I guess. Mm -hmm. So the quote is from Sakura. Perhaps I've spent 17 years waiting to be needed by you, just like cherry blossoms waiting for spring. And then we find out, obviously, Sakura mm-hmm. is cherry blossom and his name we find out is spring tree. So they perfectly go together. It was a match made in heaven. It was. I was going through popular
0: quotes and I was like, OK, that's just it. And that is just it for this episode of the I Married to We podcast. Can't thank you enough for being here. Big old fan of you. Hope you're a fan of us.
2: With that, Danielle can say goodbye and then you guys can have a good week.
1: Bye, guys.